Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hello and welcome to Too Olds for TikTok. It is episode 136. We are at the start of October. Catalina, how is October treating you so far? You know, I'm physically unwell and mm. I'm mentally hanging in there. How about you? <laughs> Sounds like a great start. Well, we're on the same wavelength because we are both wearing red shirts representing Ohio. And we didn't plan this. Go I'm Ohio. Representing, I'm representing the American Association of Uni- University Professors faction of, uh, what is it called? You're like the local oh the chapter the local chapter, the chapter. it's like yes. a sorority chapter. i feel like recently i've been feeling more and more like i'm ilaria baldwin and i'm like oh. how do you say um cucumber? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> about like every word well that is actually a great transition to our stitch trend which we'll get to later oh you're skipping ahead there no, i mean i just i just feel like my brain is like no longer with me but that's fine we'll get you through it how are you physically and emotionally um physically i'm gonna run a marathon on sunday and i really don't feel ready i think my body started breaking down so my throat is a little sore i do not have covid i took a test but um yeah generally unwell and why am i running a marathon i really don't know but i'm excited to see you in chicago you're gonna come cheer me on yes i'm very excited i have to remember to bring my poster Yes. Um, I'm excited to eat some fun foods. I'm excited to not run a marathon. Um, But I do love attending marathons. I think it's like a really electrifying experience. Oh, that's great. It's fun to see people push themselves to their physical limits. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's get into the TikTok of it all. The ticket to talk a tape. I was greeted today opening my For You page by a bed bug story and it was some news outlet i don't even remember because i was so grossed out but i couldn't look away but basically paris is having a huge bed bug problem they're on the bus they're at the movie theater and they're trying to curb it but this is like just giving flashbacks of new york you know 2009 when did you have 2009 (laughs) when did you have bed bugs i had them in 2009 you did okay (laughs) that's right it's 2009 okay i had them fall 2009 i just i really want bed bugs off my for you page i thought that the pandemic eradicated bed bugs i was like how you know what oh because we're not traveling we're not like no we're just like not talking like everyone was talking about coronavirus i was like oh wow no one has bed bugs anymore it's all about the coronavirus i I, mean you can't equate the two but i thought they disappeared i have so much to say about this because currently my friend is visiting oh from paris yes oh my god guess where her girlfriend is right now at the movies oh no i went downstairs and i was like there's apparently a bed bug like epidemic in Paris. And she's like, I know it's been that way. It's actually, it's interesting that it's coming to, I also first saw news of it today, mm-hmm. but it's in Paris, it's been like in the discourse for a couple of weeks now. <gasps> so it's only just arriving to, it's arriving overseas to us. It's also sort of wrapped up in the fact that the Olympics are being held in Paris this coming summer. Yeah. And so people are like, the bed bugs must be gone before the Olympics. There's, I mean, even if they eradicate the bed bugs, people are going to bring bed bugs in. Exactly. So, oh, I can't even. I was like, you better not have bed bugs. Could you imagine? I don't know what I would do. I would burn my house down. <laughs> burn it down. Burn. Well, we're representing Ohio. I'm giving all the Ohio positive vibes for no bed bugs. I would love to not start like a bed bug epidemic in Columbus, you know, Ohio. I'm sure they're here already. In I'm Austin, sure they're everywhere. I dated two separate men oh, the no. same year who both had bed bugs and i found them because apparently yeah. there's there's something about like um the men you date yes you're <laughs> <laughs> <Or> dated <laughs> sorry but also there's yes for sure but there's also apparently women are more likely to show the bites than men for some reason oh cuz our skin's so like, sensitive oh it's our <laughs> it's, it's that gendered <laughs> yeah um so I would like wake up and have these bites and I was like, these are bed bug bites. And oh, I just, oh, I do not wish bed bugs. I actually do wish bed bugs on my worst enemy. <laughs> it is. It is <laughs> they really. are 
if I see them, I'm swiping as fast as I can. I'm going to say when it asks you, like, is this content appropriate? <laughs> I'm going to say inappropriate content. <laughs> it's highly inappropriate. <laughs> One last thing about bedbugs. I remember when I was working on a film set, uh, a girl came to set and, like, had bedbugs. She had, like, welts all over. And we were filming in, like, really gross, like, Bushwick apartments and I was like I'm gonna get my bucks so every day I came home from set I kept a garbage bag by my front door stripped down naked yeah. closed the garbage bag and got in a shower because I was so afraid no. that was no way to live though that's what I told my friend um yeah strip. who whose girlfriend was at the movies I was like tell her as soon as she gets home to change her clothes and she was like but she has uh-huh. to walk in the house to get clothes um, no, no, get naked right at the front door and zip those they, things in a plastic actually, bag. they do have this, like, in-between hallway she could definitely get naked in and then just, like, leave yeah. anyway. But um, it's probably too late now. But yeah. that reminds me, one more bed bug thing and then we'll move <laughs> okay. on, okay. is during to 2009 when all of us in New York City <laughs> had bed bugs. Except and it me. was also, like, around the time when they made that um, third rock. What? 30 rock. Third rock. Third rock. That 30 rock. No. 30 rock. Oh, the TV show. Um, they made the um, 30 Rock episode about bed bugs, which is one of the best episodes. Mm-hmm. What I love about bed bugs, well, I don't, but they don't, <laughs> they don't discriminate. Like, like you, it's not about mm-hmm. being dirty or clean, you know? Absolutely. Bed, My and, dad always says this in like a Fifth Avenue multi-million dollar apartment. You could still have bed bugs or a dirty apartment can. It's yeah, not, yeah. It's exactly. not about cleanliness. Yeah. But during that, um, cur- that, wave of bed bugs that happened in the 2009 <laughs> one of a friend of a friend had bed bugs and like she you know all of us were unwell you can't sleep when you have them she was like mm. falling up standing up at work like falling oh. asleep standing up at work and so and she was like interning in dc that summer and my friend kate said that or i'm gonna say it's kate because i think it was her the friend showed up to her house in new york city after like getting rid of all of her belongings and was, like, going to stay with her. And she had thrown away all of her stuff. And the only thing she had was a shirt she had just bought at H&M that day that said, used condoms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Why did she buy that shirt out of all shirts at H&M? But that's great. I don't know. I actually have one other story to tell about this okay. girl, and then we can move on. She was someone who, when we graduated college, she was like, well, I guess I'll never see you again. And I was like, that's <laughs> a really weird thing to say. And then I saw her two summers ago at our friend kate's wedding and i was like remember when you said you'd never see me again <gasps> jokes on you <laughs> that's like the last time i visited you in oswego i said i'll never come back to oswego again and now i'm dating someone who went to the university of oswego so maybe i will have to go back right? i don't know for some right. reunion of some sort and i would just like to caveat and say or qualify the statement and say she wasn't even saying it to be mean she was just kind of like well i guess i'll never see she's you a again. realist yeah and i was like maybe you will and we did and you did okay well it's a great button to our bed bug conversation <laughs> what's your algorithm sharing with you recently um let us see so one thing that had had been pushed to me one day and then i just like really kept engaging with because it's really content on my alley is this guy who does trivia content his name is at mahan lankarani he just does like are you smarter than a 12 year old like or do you have good general knowledge we'll play one of them is your knowledge of animals above average see if you can score at least five out of eight what is the most common bird in the world common mistake here is pigeon the correct answer is chicken how many eyes does a bee have five what do sea otters do in their sleep so that they don't drift apart probably one of the cutest things that any animals do they hold hands unfortunately it doesn't come across in audio format but my favorite part about him and really all of these trivia creators and i don't know why but him specifically is that when they ask the question and they're waiting they're still recording the video so it's just mm-hmm. like him staying there still yes, yes. <laughs> and that is what that is why like i obviously love just like doing trivia i'm a trivia person but mm-hmm. i also just love watching him sit still between questions <laughs> i find it endlessly entertaining it is it's like that awkward pause in a conversation or on a zoom oh or if someone's God. delayed it's always so awkward but this is using the tiktok format in such a fun way that's why these videos do so well because yes. it's interactive and then you could duet them mm-hmm. um so it's great 
I'm really bad at trivia. I really? don't. I am. I don't have. I mean, I think I have good pop culture knowledge, but I just trivia is not really for me. You're you're good. I'm not actually that good at trivia, but I like going to trivia. I have a lot of fun playing trivia. I think I'm like average, and I'm also good at recruiting people who are good to like make a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that geeks who drink, which is one of the like main bar trivia things their trivia is so standardized that when you go you feel like you're doing well and then you're in seventh place or 11th place because you guys got one question wrong wow i prefer going to trivia that's just like a random person came up with the trivia that is my favorite form of trivia because it's just unhinged trivia Oh, you had a favorite trivia question. It was about asking if a celebrity how old they were. Which celebrity? You're obsessed with this. Oh, Gene Hackman. That's because Gene we, Hackman, yeah. we won trivia in Santa Fe. Ivan and Jessica and I, we won trivia. And you know why? Because of Gene Hackman's no. age. Well, yes, also that, but also because we were sober. Oh, <laughs> I think drinking makes me smarter sometimes. So we were not. sober and we were just like thinking with our brains and mm. um, we won that trivia. Um, yeah, so we won based on knowing how old Gene Hackman was at the time. And it's one of your favorite stories to tell in your repertoire. I've heard this Gene Hackman age thing. This a story lot has of only times. existed for one year. So how well, many times could I have possibly told it to you in one year? Probably 17. Um, probably three. I'll make it part of your wedding speech. Um, uh, I'll pull the room. <laughs> actually, we should do trivia at the wedding because I heard of my friend who's visiting from the city of bedbugs and also love <laughs> told me she's getting married this summer as well. And she told me that a trend in France is that they do something. I'm going to butcher it because I can't speak French called animation which is like animation during the wedding. So instead of speeches, people's friends will like organize games or activities for people to do. We're going to do it. I don't like it. I well, don't like it. It's happening. But but then what about the dancing? How do you get no, people No, no, no. To- it's during dinner. It's like as you're eating, you're like oh. doing a trivia or like playing bingo instead of just like, oh. or like taking shots. Like one of the like animations oh, at I the like wedding she went game. to. One of the animations was just taking shots. Oh, I'll do that one. I'll organize that. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Okay, what else has your For You page been like? Well, as you know, I get a lot of, like, Spanish language content, but sometimes I get people being not good at Spanish. And so (laughs) I got this one, which is, this is a common duet stitch, is where someone will be, like, either singing or acting challenge. It's like, I'm the blue, you're the red. And this is a speaking Spanish, not even a challenge. Maybe it's a challenge. But it's a girl reading Spanish written on a screen. The user's at Aaliyah underscore Paris with two R's. Let's have a conversation in Spanish. I'm going to read the blue, you're going to read the orange. Vamos pues. Tienes un mapa. Porque estoy perdido en tus ojos. Ja, 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 ten curse, como te amas. Mi nombre es Jordan. ¿Y tú? Mi amo, Aliyah. Eres muy guapo. Gracias, mi amor. Eres muy hermosa también. Con mucho gusto, Jordan. Y gracias. Dame tu número. Hablemos por WhatsApp. Mmm, darte mi Instagram. Dale, está bien. ¿Cuál es tu Instagram? Mi Instagram es Aliyah underscore Paris. Dale pues, te escribiré mañana. Bueno, papi, hablo mañana el jueves. To me, this sounds like good Spanish. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, it could be worse. It's, it's just funny be because she's, I mean, I just, I love her energy. Yes, the, she's like the visual of this is lollipop. Really yeah, yes. it's sort of like sexualized. Well, it's supposed to be sexual. The whole oh. thing is her flirting oh. with him. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, Wait, I can't understand. It's Spanish. You- I don't know what they're saying. Dina. There's okay. so many cognates. There's so much body language. Yeah, that's why I said it was sexual. The whole thing is her. It, it, that is the point. Great. Well, I feel they're smart flirting now. I got the point in Spanish. <laughs> what about you, okay. Dina? What's on your algorithm? I don't know if you saw the news, but New York City had some major floods recently. So that morning of the floods and that whole day, and still now, even like a week later, I'm getting all these flood videos. Mm-hmm. Variety of genres, some educational, some funny. So I just picked out a few 
One is by at Femi Redwood. So you know how flooding in New York City seems to get worse every year, and the areas that flood don't really make sense because they're not as close to the river as other places that don't flood. Well, that is because New York City was essentially built over streams, swamps, and other waterways, like this creek, which is apparently buried beneath Astoria and Long Island City. Indigenous tribes who lived in what became known as New York City basically utilized natural resources rather than trying to change them. So they would build their homes along waterways, but colonizers essentially said, yeah, we're gonna do things differently. This 1874 map of Manhattan shows you just how much water is beneath our city. Alphabet City, Thompson Square Park, that was essentially a swamp. And today it's a flood zone. And I thought you would like this video, Catalina. I loved that one. Cause I it's about maps. It yeah. came on my screen. The next video that I loved was the sea lion escaping their little enclosure from the Central Park Zoo. But don't make a sad face, Catalina. The sea lion's fine. Okay. They had a little bout of freedom. Where'd they go? Walked around. They get a hot I dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they rode the cyclone. They went to Coney Island. They swam. Okay, and I visited the sea lions today on my run because I used to visit the sea lions during the pandemic as a way to, like, make myself feel better. You're like, oh, my friends, the sea lions. Exactly. It was the saddest thing in the world. So I'll go check up on them every once in a while. So I love the story that they were, like, free and doing fine. And I went there today. They're great. It was, like, nothing ever happened. You would never be able to tell there was flooding. You know... And I know that this will be addressed in some of the videos, too. I didn't see a lot of people doing, like, water activities in the... It was because it was a lot of rushing water. And you Mm -hmm. know when places flood and you see people, like, swimming and kayaking and stuff? Mm -hmm. That is so nasty. Not just because... Not just because of the fact that, like, there could be live wires in there. But that is sewage water. It's sewage water and whatever was on the floor of New York City. And they're also like But we are all walking around mice. with our bare feet. <laughs> Which brings us to the next video by Under the Desk News. They were basically like, don't go in puddles. This is ridiculous in New York City. Oh my God, people of New York, you have to stop. Now, I know a lot of people from the Midwest moved to the city during the pandemic and maybe you're still there, but you cannot do this stuff, okay? This is not an aesthetic. Do you have any idea what you're dancing in? I left Brooklyn because I literally could not take one more natural disaster. And I'm up here in Rochester and honestly, I could not be more grateful. But as a decades long New York resident, please do not go out and dance in the rain. And you can see it a little bit here, how dirty this water is. What you're gonna learn the hard way is what's underneath that water. Might feel cute now, but you are literally dancing in a graveyard of drowned mice. Y'all, the water is coming out of the walls. What are you doing in the subway? This man tried to step into a plastic bag and then scooch around like he was doing a potato sack race through the waters in the subway. If your apartment is flooding, it may seem logical to take off your shoes because you just wash your feet later, but don't do that. You have to keep them protected. Please do not go around in shorts and flip-flops. This is literally rainwater bursting out of the sewer. That's what you're walking around in. Keep your shoes on and stay out of the puddles. I was actually on the phone with Melissa walking in the city and I accidentally, I stepped in one of those green puddles. I had shoes on, but it splashed up and my like cap was there. I would burn my foot. I know. (laughs) It's really like the worst thing or the worst thing is when the subway has the drips and the subway drips on you as you're waiting. You don't know what that water or is. Or the air conditioning drips when you're just walking. Whacking. The air conditioning drips, mm-hmm. I think that the subway drips are worse. No, for sure, for sure. Drips. No, New York City puddles are nasty. Gross. Actually, yeah. when, when I used to live in the Lower East Side in the year 2009 with Angela Terribelli, <laughs> there was a street near my house. It was broom between Stanton and Eldridge. L.E.S. And it was, it smelled so bad on that street. The puddles. And there, it wasn't the puddles. There was an article written about it because it was oh. like mysteriously one of the smelliest streets in Manhattan. And it had to do with something with factories that were on that street or like some sort of storage. I think there must have been like rotting chicken, but oh, I would, geez. I would walk intentionally out of my way but i'm just saying it wasn't me just being like sensitive and being like oh this is smelly like there was 
like investigated journalism about why does this specific street smell <laughs> like so garbage. bad so can uh, you yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. if that flooded and then people were like oh let's kayak oh god no one of my <laughs> other i have two other favorite videos they're more comedic one was by warren cole wifey and it's to destiny child i'm a survivor pov everyone in myc right now it's just them on a raft trying to survive <laughs> And then the next one is to Rain On Me by Lady Gaga, and it's just a fabulous man trudging through a huge puddle. It's up to his knees, and the caption is, my apple crisp oat milk shake and espresso is ready. <laughs> and all the comments were like, I'm a barista, and this is true. <laughs> you can't keep a New Yorker down. People, they need to get out. We can't stay in our like little apartments, even in the floods. We got to get a apple crisp oat milk shake and espresso, which I love those. Have you had way. one? Remember we talked about it? There was a TikTok who oh. we went over the fall drinks, and I really liked the apple crisp. I haven't crisp. tried it. I'm still... It's very good. I mean, I don't... As we said, I don't really go to Starbucks unless I'm in transit, but I'm going to be in transit this week, so maybe I'll go. You should. Last thing that was on my For You page that's serving to me is a great video by at Hannah Knotts Montana. Her caption is, when you work 30 to 40 hours a week, you notice patterns with people. Don't be offended, y'all. These are just based on my experiences. And she works at an ice cream store. He's a little bit. So I've been working at an ice cream shop for a little over a year now. And I see a lot of people from all walks of life like ice cream. So these are my observations. Now, these are just observations. You can draw your own conclusions. So older couples, I'm talking like 60s and up, the man always pays. But younger couples like teenagers or people in their 20s, the woman always pays. However, married men with families, they always pay. Black men always pay for their date's order. Men and children have the exact same order. They like the birthday cake and the bubble gums in the sprinkle waffle cones. And a lot of dads share their ice cream with their kids. Asian people of all kinds, I'm talking Indians, Middle Eastern people, they fight to the death to pay the bill to the death younger white women i'm talking like 20s 30s teenagers they're very sweet older white women 60s and up very sweet 40 year old 50 year old white women evil evil vile mean they will ruin your day older people like the elderly they love soft ice cream and if they don't get soft ice cream they get salted caramel ice cream which is our softest to scoop, funny enough. Teenagers never take napkins and they never tip. Catalina, you famously worked at an ice cream store. Famously. Are her takes spot on? Um, okay, my takeaway, we didn't, I was expecting some of her takes. I was expect. I didn't disagree with anything that she said from my experience, but I had takes personally that I, she did not share. Like old people... And this I actually learned more that the elderly, I learned this when I worked in an elderly home. The elderly love butter pecan and maple walnut ice cream. Because they're soft. She you was know saying who, they're soft. You know who else loves that? You? Yeah. So good. Yeah. <laughs> it is really good. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. But I like how she said that all the men get cotton candy and bubble gum, like rose flavors. I'm like, mm, that's I, me, actually. I love those flavors, too. I, Not so I much bubble just, gum, but cotton candy. I don't really remember that. I mean, granted, I was uh, 16 years of age, so, like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going based on memory from four years ago, but <laughs> you didn't laugh at my joke. It was I mean... It wasn't good. You're you're 22. That's the joke. 16 plus 4 is 22. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking 18. Anyway, Look whatever. No, I was 16. I okay, okay, but sorry. no, people love um, vanilla. That was like I was just like oh, always like boring. lame. Yeah. Um, another thing that I remember from working at the ice cream store was that people would come in all the time and say oh, I'm just going to have something light. And then they would order a milkshake. <laughs> right, which is a which million is five scoops, of, scoops ice of ice cream. Yeah. It's like, bro, okay. It's maybe light substance-wise because it's not as thick. 
but it's definitely I just, not light I do on think the calories. that people don't know, people don't know yeah. what goes into food. Mm-hmm. You know? So, or another thing, I mean, I guess I was, like, always reading the labels. So the other thing was that one of our highest calorie items was actually a frozen yogurt. <gasps> That's shocking. Mm-hmm. That's, like, marketing fraud. Yeah. I mean, that's just people... I saw... It might have been on TikTok that someone was doing branding videos where they were showing how to make any sort of, like, any food look like it's health food. Right. You could totally do that. Yeah, and you just, like, highlight... It's like um, kind bars. Kind bars are candy bars. Let's be real here. They are. Let's be for fucking real, as they say on the internet. B-F-F-R. Yes. Is that what that stands yeah, for? Yeah, BFFF, be for fucking real. Best friends for life. For, for ransom. <laughs> <laughs> kind bars are candy bars. You're right. I once was in a Walgreens and I was getting a Snickers. It was with my cousin and we wanted Snickers. And the man behind me says, I will pay for you to get a Kind bar and not a Snickers. Because he worked for a Kind bar and he was giving a whole spiel of how it was more healthy. If I want a fucking Snickers, I'll eat a Snickers man behind me at the Walgreens. I would, you know what I would have said? I would have said, okay, I would have let him buy me a kind bar and then I would have gone back into the store and bought my Snickers <laughs> and then I would have two candy bars. Well, that's really good thinking. That's why you're good at trivia. Mm, and fat. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite comments on this ice cream video, people were saying, thank you for this sociology study. And someone said... PhD, analyzing consumer behavior and preferences in ice cream shops, a multidisciplinary study of ordering patterns, flavor selection, and rituals. That, I would read that PhD I'm sure dissertation. You, it might also already exist. Probably. Check today's, check today's as, door. As a doctor, you know, Catalina, yeah. would you would you write that dissertation? No. Okay. I wouldn't have enough to say. There would have to be a reason behind it. Like, why am I analyzing ordering patterns? Do I want to learn something about, like, the location? Do I want to learn something about, like, a certain, like, class, race, Enough. gender? <laughs> Enough. Okay. Sorry. But you've taken it too far. Enough. Enough. Wait, have I already talked about this on the podcast, how at the ice cream store that I worked at, one of the um, girls that I worked with was trying to convince our boss that we should have something called Mondays instead of Sundays? No, I don't remember this. Mondays instead of Sundays would be mostly toppings and just a little bit of ice cream. That's your dream. I You love toppings. No, you, you know that's not my dream. Your dream is to go into 16 Handles, complain about how much you're paying, and say I should have just bought a candy bar instead. At a bodega across the street. You know what yeah. I should have done? I should have stood in line, talked, and then had a man buy me a kind bar, and then left the store and then bought another <laughs> candy bar. That's what I should have done. Oh, boy. Stay, okay. str- stay strategizing, ladies. Yeah. Let's move on to Stitch Trends. Oh, I have to sing it every time? Yeah. I can't even remember. Stitch, Stitch. <laughs> stitch, Stitch. That's not it. That's our idea of a musical interlude absolutely to this not. format. No, absolutely not. We're going to have to record one. Well, I'm not going to edit that out. I liked it. Our stitch trend this week is started by... Uh, <gasps> Wait, I have um, a new idea for a new stitch trend song. We go, okay. bitches get stitches. Snitches get stitches. That's too rough for me. I, it's too harsh. Because okay. not all stitches have that attitude. Some are light and airy, like the one we're going to talk about. Snitches get light and airy stitches. Okay, fine. No. No. I like the first one. Stitch, stitch, stitch. Okay. Okay. Our stitch is brought to you by a user named Um... Oh, nope. (laughs) A user named Um Gabby. Um Gabby. (laughs) What's a word you pronounced incorrectly one time and it still haunts you to this day? I'll go first. Um, I was in a high school history class, so way too old for this to be happening. And I was reading out of a textbook. Um, So everybody's following along and this word pops up. So I, I'm, I pronounced it, um, stalamate. I thought it was a Spanish word. 
we were talking about the Civil War. Um, I make memes on TikTok now. This is so good. Salamate. Salamate. Instead of stalemate. I love it so much. Uh, the next one is by... Oh, so then people stitched her video. Yes. And this is one of my favorites by at Black Economics. It wasn't me, but it was my friend in college. I was the tea person in college. I had a ton of teas and people would come in and have tea with me. One of my friends came over and I offered him a cup of tea. I told him I had chai, green, black, earl gray, lady gray, whatnot. And he's like, do you have shamamalay? And I truly thought maybe this was a tea I didn't know. So I looked at him and said, sorry, I don't have shamamale. Like, is that from a place? Like, where is that from? It sounds really interesting. He walks over to my tea cabinet and then he opens it and he's like, no, you have it right here. It was chamomile. <laughs> Catalina, what do you pronounce wrong? Off the top of my head, I don't know, but... Because you're perfect. No, I'm definitely not. I definitely pronounce things wrong all the time, but... One of my favorite mispronunciation stories is from high school. It did not happen to me directly. It happened to a friend of ours. We grew up in a town that's 25 minutes from New Haven, Connecticut. And my friend was wearing a Yale sweatshirt. And another girl in our grade went up to her and went, what's Yale? <laughs> that's Which really is, good. That is like, I feel like so reasonable if you don't know Yale and you like live Yale. in another part of the world. But like you're... You live down the road from Yale, and it's one of the most favorite, fa- favorite, famous institutions. It's like Harvard, Yale, Yeah, Princeton. but like you don't you have to expect that. everyone to know them, but... I mean, that's pretty good. What's Yale? What's Yale? So now I call it Yale all the time. <laughs> Yale. I mispronounce things when we were in Italy... But that's like a that's a language that is not your own. That's what a language did I other say than English. Italy? Everything wrong. What didn't you say wrong? You said Chianti wrong. <laughs> oh, Chianti, Chianti. That's yes. just insulting. I always pronounced museum, museum. Oh, like same. A M. Okay. I used to work at a restaurant in Texas where people would come in, and I guess there's. I guess also growing up in Connecticut, there's a lot more, like, people of, like, Italian descent. And they have their own dialects of, like, nor- like Italian-American pronunciation of words like mozzarella and things like this. But in Texas, you know, I guess there's there's not as much of that going on. So we had prosciutto on the menu, and we had chicken arrabbiata, and we had ciabatta bread. Oh, and people I say would- arrabbiata. Oh, said- I think that's actually what it is. Okay. <laughs> arrabbiata. Okay, so-, so that one... People would just not say out loud. They would say, mm-hmm. I'll have the chicken and point to it. Um, ciabatta, people would come in and order ciabatta bread. No, that's pretty bad. And yeah. prosciutto. Oh, prosciutto. Prosciutto. <laughs> prosciutto. Oh, and someone once ordered the Mediterranean breakfast. That's crazy. Mediterranean. That's just nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's a, me- what's a Mediterranean? <laughs> Oh yeah, that's it's like, like vegetarian. pescatarian, vegetarian. People are gonna say people are gonna say people are dyslexic, whatever. But oh. mm. it's just funny. I mean, I was reading in film school. I was reading a script out loud. It was someone else's script, and they were talking about Arizona. Instead of saying Tucson, I said like Tuxin. Tuscan, <laughs> and everyone laughed. But when you're reading it in the moment, it's, yeah, you never know it's Tuscan. And also, it's um, like it's not like they're ruining your life by like giggling. Actually, I've I've never let it go. My life is ruined because I was bullied. My for friend that. says um, Tucson. He's he grew up in Tucson. He calls it Tucson. Tucson. Yeah. Tucson. Tucson. Well, okay. It was a great stitch. There's some reading out loud ones. is hard. It is. I took a spelling. One last comment. I took a spelling. Not a spelling. Yeah, it was a spelling test in fifth grade, and I had to spell. I think it was the word journey, and I spelled it with a G. <laughs> Wait, G, but the rest correctly? I don't know. I had just like a mental lapse and I don't know. Well, that's hard. They put you on the spot. Did you just do it out loud? Yeah, in front of the whole class. That's horrifying. Did you ever get timed where you had to read as many words as possible in one minute? That maybe. I remember doing the multiplication tables in one minute. No, so we had to read in one minute and... The first time they did it, I read four words, and then there was a reading comprehension question, and the four words I read were, once upon a time, and then they asked me what the story was about. 
Uh, so I like looked at a picture that was a mouse on a hill. So I just said, it's about a mouse on a hill. What is it? I have no idea. I read four words. What grade were you in? First grade. You should have said like 12th grade. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you want to hear the most Catalina story you've ever heard in your entire life? Journey with a G. When I was in sixth grade, I complained that language arts was too easy so i made them let me test out so that i could go sit in the hallway when they were doing classes and like work on a project (laughs) wait but i thought you were gonna say what you didn't end up testing out you ended up failing no 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 no, you did test out they were like it was like if i didn't test out then i had to stay in but then there was another kid in the class who started to do it and i was like (laughs) (laughs) that was when ashley didn't want to be my friend we were in the same class Ashley, friend of the pod. Mm. Amazing that you're still friends. I mean, I gotta respect her. Okay. The content creator spotlight this week are the users Luke and Sassy Scott. They're brothers. And their content was popping up for me years ago. We never highlighted them. I just love it so much. Uh, Our friend sent us a video. They're just filming Luke. And it said, new ick. And he's just looking through those binoculars but those touristy binoculars and crouching yeah there's other videos they actually both got hair plugs together in turkey (gasps) in turkey yeah so i followed that journey and scott had an allergic reaction but they're so comedic and now they have a podcast together i'll play a funny audio are they twins oh i don't know if they're twins they're i don't think so but basically Luke really eggs on Scott, and Scott's reactions are always just fantastic. I've got news. On? Mute it. Don't sit on the fucking table. Mute it. I need to film your reaction. You ready? <laughs> Gotta just shape your face. You're verified on Instagram. Am I? This is Scott, where we both are. Yay! I applied and paid last night. High five. What do you mean you applied? That's how you get the blue tick now. No, that's what the cheap, thirsty people do. What do you mean? That's what wannabes do, Luke. What do you mean? No! I got it. I don't care! And the new ticks... They were supposed to give it to us because... Because! Not because we want it. Shut up. And it looks cooler anyway. Tell me to shut up. It's like a lighter shade now, too. So everyone will fucking know that you paid for it. You are so thirsty. You're a loser, Luke. You're a loser. You're deplorable. You're a joke. That's not funny. And now I've got the fucking association with you. Does Kirsty know? Yeah, it looks cool. I don't want to film it. You're a loser. You're thirsty. It's fine. Go. (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) All right. Follow Luke and Sassy Scott. Our celebrity section doesn't have a lot to do with TikTok. I just want to say I'm really excited that the Beyonce trailer drops for the Renaissance concert film. And I'm excited to start seeing content about that. I still keep seeing a lot of Renaissance tour content, a lot of mute challenges. There was one mute challenge video where a woman said very nicely to these uh, this elder white couple before the concert started and asked if they knew what the mute challenge was and they were like no and the husband was like she needs to mute she's always talking and they did it they they didn't know but what is it i don't know what it is you don't know the mute challenge no i don't know the mute challenge there's a part in one of her songs where she says and everyone mute and then at the concert everyone's supposed to be quiet until Beyonce starts up again Mm. and cities like Houston did it perfectly I messed up the mute challenge at MetLife Stadium I'm shocked uh, because I didn't really realize what was happening I was just I had so much energy I screamed during it you screamed while it was you haven't seen any of these videos on your for you page oh wow oh you're not I don't get Beyonce on my for you page oh the only reason that I want to follow Beyonce is so that I can find out whether or not Jay-Z gets a TikTok by the established date so that I can collect on my shrimp cocktail yes our bet is still happening and we have two more months no October, November, December. We have three more months for Jay-Z to join TikTok. Or I get and a shrimp cocktail. If he does, I get a shrimp cocktail. All right. We haven't established if it's four or six shrimps. Shrimps. <laughs> <laughs> um, I prefer however many six. come in the order. 
Mm, okay. I actually sent you an image the other day of a menu in Columbus because they were selling a $28 shrimp cocktail at this restaurant. And I was like, calm down. This How is many Columbus. Shrimps? How many shrimps? I didn't inquire. That's a lot of money for a shrimp cocktail. Right? I'm going to go mm-hmm. buy a pound of shrimp at the supermarket. At Citarella. I mean, Costco's the best deal in town. They're not as good. Well, it depends. It depends. Well, we don't need to enter the shrimp and enter the shrimp discourse <laughs> right now. Let's move on. Well, that's a perfect segue because it's our food section. Okay. And I wanted to talk about this, yes, but I want to caveat this. Once more, we're in the food trends and drink trends section. However, this trend is very old. Okay. I, I haven't seen it though. No, me neither. Which also kind of speaks to like what's pushed to you on the algorithm or not. I got this because I got a video by an Australian girl talking about how she loves Cheesecake Factory and how no one in Australia, like, knows about Cheesecake Factory. Oh, yes. I saw that, too. Yeah. And so then I decided to, because I've recently been to Cheesecake Factory, I was like, I wonder what other Cheesecake Factory content is on the app. And as it turns out, there's a viral salad trend that was started by a content creator named Alex Traeger, who's very well known. I don't know her, but she's got a bajillion followers and I recognize her face. (laughs) I feel like she's popular with like Gen Z mainstream TikTokers. Okay. You know, like I think she's more (laughs) like like, a Charlie Zamilia. She's not, I don't think she's, she's not dancing, but she's definitely less on the alt side of TikTok from what I can tell. Yeah. Um, the, the, the underbelly of TikTok. <laughs> um, so she's like, this is this salad that I get. So this is the best Caesar salad in the world. It's from Cheesecake Factory. And what you do is sub out the regular chicken for Louisiana style chicken. And then you add caramelized onions. You can thank me later. This looks bad to me. I agree. I was going to say, this looks bad. The caramelized onions no. look a little, like Big mushy. No. I don't also, the only thing going through my head is the caloric count on that. If you add a Caesar salad with the fried chicken, because they show it to you at the Cheesecake Factory, it would be very alarming. I'm less worried about that because Caesar salad's like high calorie anyway. And yeah. the Cheesecake Factory, one of the main reasons their food, it's very calorie dense food, but it's also the portions are giant. So like they are, you're yeah. probably not going to eat that whole salad. I would. I don't think you would. I would. I, okay. I don't think so. (laughs) But I watched multiple videos because the first one I saw, I was like, ooh, I don't know about that. And then everyone who tried it was like, it's okay. (laughs) Like, no one actually liked it. No one agreed. So I finally got to try the TikTok salad from the Cheesecake Factory, order a chicken Caesar salad, and sub the regular chicken for the Louisiana fried chicken, and add caramelized onions. It was pretty good. The onions might have been too sweet for me, though. It's also funny that that becomes a TikTok trend, just substituting two things, like the chicken and adding caramelized onions. That's like if I go to any restaurant and I'm like, oh, let me add some squash and peas, and this is a viral trend. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like two specific types of things to add. Yeah. I, I don't really have a desire. I think it's also that I like a Caesar salad. If I were to add something to a Caesar salad, I would probably want to add grilled shrimp or grilled chicken because of the texture and the flavor profile the fried chicken actually doesn't bother me i like a crunch and i think it would go well with the croutons it's the mushiness of the caramelized onions yeah that for me hard no big no yeah and it's not that i don't like caramelized onions i love caramelized onions, and they also it looks ugly it looks ugly. You're right. It's just it makes it brown, and it you don't doesn't... want a brown Caesar salad. Who are these people going to the Cheesecake Factory and saying, "Who are you, Alex Traeger?" <laughs> well, we yeah. should find out actually. But we should for the next episode. Yeah. Oh my God, she's a food content creator. Oh, so you were wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's a food content creator. I. Uh, you know what? Wait, this isn't her. Oh. oh, now I'm confused. She, okay, it was the Zoya Roya, who Wait. also is a food content creator. Oh, I know exactly who this is. This is the girl who, like, cooks for her girlfriend. Yeah, Alex Traeger stitched this video. The original video was by at the Zoya Roya, and I recognized her not because she's on the mainstream side of TikTok, which I guess sort of she is. So it's other food content creators stitching this, but a lot disagreeing. Very interesting. 
I think if I go to Cheesecake Factory, it's a pass for me. I'm going to get the pokey nachos. Okay. I'm going to get the brown bread. Everyone's going to get the brown bread. Except Ivan, who said he didn't like it. That's Ivan's problem. Straight to jail. Okay. Learning on TikTok, we have a great TikTok update, which is picture in picture. Here's a video by at Lena Yeah. Fun little TikTok update. If you hold down on the screen, you can now select picture in picture, and then you can leave the app, and it'll show up in the corner of your screen, and it will auto-scroll for you, and you can fast-forward through the video if you don't want to watch that one. Will you use this, Catalina? Okay, I I do want the auto-scroll feature, because... Uh The primary time I want it is when I'm brushing my teeth. Me too. That's what I would want it too. But I don't want it to be small when I'm auto-scrolling. I agree. But I think they have an auto-scroll when it's not small too. Well, now I'll have to play around with it. You know, I, yeah. I haven't had a like I haven't had to use this yet. This is very much speaking to the multitasking, having something on in the background. Like yeah. it reminds me of when someone watches TV and then they can have like another channel in the bottom right corner. It was called like PIP when I was growing up. I loved it. Picture in picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would press the pip button, but I never I would do it just for fun. It was never enjoyable. It also reminds me of like there's that football red, red ticket ticket Sunday. Uh, it's a sports thing where these guys watch like seven football games and none of it's enjoyable because they're all little but then they go back and forth they call it a red zone because when a team is in the red zone then they make that bigger i it also the feature exists on iphone when you're facetiming people but for me that makes a little Mm -hmm. more sense because you could like look something up while you're talking to someone or like send a message while you're talking to someone i guess it could be like you're sending i mean i can see when and where it would arise but i feel like i give my undivided attention to my tiktoks well, that's because it's our job for right, this podcast. Right, right. It's so my paid, take it really seriously. Job. I yeah. actually have a – I just thought of a comment I'd like to make about the last sort of feature update that we discussed, which was the double speed. The fast forward. Double, oh, sorry. Double speed. Yes. Double speed. I was just talking to Ivan the other day about Street Fighter, which is a video game, like oh, an yes. arcade game. Yes. And I'm probably going to tell this story wrong, but apparently – in arcade days you used to be able to kind of like go into the machines and change the way certain games functioned and so some people changed the way street fighter was at an arcade and made it i'm gonna get this so wrong whatever and made it faster and Mm -hmm. so people started playing it faster and it was like way too fast but then when they went back to playing the way it used to be they were like this sucks this is way too slow i hate this and I'm starting to kind of feel like that's what's happening with the sped up TikTok videos. Like, yes. I don't want to watch videos at normal speed anymore. I completely agree with you. I've been using it a lot, especially if it's like a three minute video. Even if it's a 30 second video and I don't know, I use it because I can still understand what the people are saying. But now I can't watch in normal speed now. It's really messing with my brain. It's pretty bad. Sometimes I will because if it's something with pronunciation or like if it's sound based and it's like the sound right. gets distorted when you're watching it quickly, but particularly with story times. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And I also find that I don't think it really affects like the comedic timing that much. It doesn't, no. Um, because it's compressed, but you definitely can't. If you're wa- if you're in the same room as someone and they're watching it on double speed, you you can't understand what's happening. You have to be watching it and like reading the captions. Yes. And I really now when I'm want doing my like basic, my my basic um, scrolling on reels, I they don't have a fast forward feature or a double speed feature, so I just have to watch it at regular speed like some sort of plebeian. I'm never scrolling on Reels. You can't catch me on Reels. I'm only on TikTok. I don't Reels. I just I can't get into it. But I was never an Instagram person. Well, you anyway. know, I'm I'm keeping my life divided. Yes, the algorithms need to be divided. Mm-hmm. I get mm-hmm. it. Our last video for today will be from a user whose username is at underscore tvb11, and he is talking. He's a bartender, I guess, and he is talking about an odd request at his bar. Someone sat down at my bar today with a straight face and ordered a non-alcoholic dry martini. So obviously I had questions, right? Because martini is basically just straight up vodka with like a splash of like, you know, vermouth or olive or something. 
So I was like, okay, well, so what do you want to substitute the vodka for? And she was like, what do you mean? And I said, well, a martini is like 95% alcohol and 5% something else. So what do you want instead? And she's like, oh, I don't know. I'm actually ordering for my friend. She just called me. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, like, do you want Sprite or something? And she's like, well, can't you just do more of the mixer? I was like, well, there's no mixer in like a basic martini. And she's like, no, 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 just like a regular martini, but dry. And I was like, okay, cool. That doesn't really help me much. So I poured two and a half ounces of water and I poured half an ounce of vermouth. I put some ice in it. I stirred it up and I started to turn. It's like, this looks great. So it sits there for like a minute. And then her friend, you know, comes into the bar. She takes a step. She's like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, oh, that's your non-alcoholic martini. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah, your friend wanted a non-alcoholic martini. She's like, no, 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 no. I said a non-chocolate espresso martini. This, I kept watching it because I, I was just like, where's this going to go? Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea where it was going to go. I don't know how you hear chocolate and non-alcoholic. Like, those don't sound similar. So the friend on the phone, I think, like, how do you mess that up? And he is sort of criticizing the girl for having asked for an espresso martini with no chocolate. But there are some places that do put chocolate in them. And, so, or, like, I sometimes ask for my espresso martini not to be creamy. Right, because, so, you know, you could, In yeah. Ohio, we went to one, and they made it with, like, Baileys. If you make it correctly, it's not going to have chocolate, and it's, like, a Kahlua. Right. But if you don't make it that way, there's all sorts of variations on the theme. So... You can't always, as a consumer, you can't always assume that they're going to make the cocktail like the classic cocktail way. Yes. I was just laughing at the idea of paying like $17 for a glass of water with a shot with of vermouth. olive juice. No, not even because he said in the comments, oh, he's like, okay. I accidentally said vermouth. It was olive oh, juice. Vermouth okay. has alcohol in it. Right. So he right. just put olive juice into water. Water. And it was like, enjoy, I guess. <laughs> That reminds me, I had a pickleback shot for the first time in a while this weekend. But wow, you pick, were sometimes pickle juice is really good. I would have pickle juice on its own. Um, I would maybe. have a pickle juice martini. Oh yeah, I would course. drink that for sure. I prefer a vodka martini to a gin martini, even though generally I prefer gin to vodka. Wow, on I know. that note, Th- those are that's some food for thought. Food for thought. Chew on that for the next week, my friends. All right. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Follow us on Instagram. Rate, review, subscribe. Engage. Yeah. Give us some feedback and some comments. Leave reviews if they happen to be glowing five-star reviews. (laughs) We love it. Or leave a three-star review, you know? Or not. Or not. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.